Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good, a little bit under the weather. The traveling that I did this week uh, didn't do me any favors, but I'm here and I'm ready to go. Cool, cool. Uh, so what have you been playing this week? I didn't get a whole lot of chance to do much playing. I got some more time into uh, Dungeon uh, a Graveyard uh, Keeper. Uh, intriguing game. Definitely they throw way too much at you at the beginning. Um, it's one of those games where there's no real uh, shame in uh, looking everything up on like the online facts and all that stuff because there's not a whole lot of tutorials in it. Uh, past that, just kind of futzing around with a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Nothing really, you know, worthy talking about. Okay. Um, what's going on here? All right. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, what am I doing? Um, I've been playing a bit of a uh, bit more Zelda this week. Um, I actually managed to defeat two very difficult enemies, and when I say very difficult, I mean because it took me multiple days to defeat both of them. Uh, and I'm not exaggerating in in any in any way. <clears throat> of course not. Of course not the whole day for three days. That's not what I mean. I mean it took me more than a couple of days to beat the enemy. Um, hang on a sec. Um, but yeah, it took me a couple of days to beat the different enemies. One of them was one of the uh, trial things that you have to do. Um, it actually has these two... Oh, what are they called? The, the trials that you usually do. Um, it had two of them that like right next to each other. One was on top of this hill that you had to get to, and the other was uh, near the water. So you had to like traverse um, by swimming and uh, making ice blocks and stuff. It's quite fun. You can make like these... Uh, ice blocks in the ground and you can kind of if you jump on one and then you make one in front of you you can kind of glide or jump to the next one and then destroy the previous one and then kind of build your way forward uh and unless you kind of s glide into the block it doesn't really like break um very easily so that's that was kind of fun to do that um <coughs> it's not a power that they um give you much opportunity to use is like I, I'd like to use it more but there isn't many sort of water bits in the game and funnily enough we will be talking about puddles later in the episode in a, in a funny way um, but no it's what out of the special abilities that you get from the first set of trials uh, where you get like the bombs and the magnets and uh, some of the other stuff um, I quite I quite like using the ice blocks and stuff uh, it's actually quite fun but at the moment the gameplay that I've come across hasn't caused me to use it as, quite as much um, but it's quite fun when you do get a chance to use it but essentially the idea is and it, the game doesn't tell you this you have to kind of figure it out for yourself is there's one that's called a minor trial and one that's called a major trial they're both basically next to each other um, and the idea is that you do the minor trial first you get one of the stronger weapons off of the robot or whatever it's called I think it's called a guardian uh, and then you get that and then you go over to the other one and attempt to kill him uh, nowhere near as easy as it sounds uh, it was incredibly difficult and I was very surprised when I uh, beat the thing but essentially the plan I set out to do and the plan that I ended up doing was beat the minor guardian then go over to the other one beat that one uh, of course you get a spirit orb every time you do a trial um, and if you get four spirit orbs you can go over to an angel statue thing uh, you can pray there and you can get either a stamina increase or an extra heart so that's, that's essentially the rewards from the trials if you uh, weren't, uh, <coughs> weren't aware of that 
Um, and then what I did was uh, the second divine beast that I've tried to go up against is this very fast enemy. Um, it's in one of the other elephant mechanical kind of things you can go into which are quite fun to sort of navigate and figure out uh, puzzle wise uh, as long as you kind of don't get too frustrated with it. Um, essentially the idea is that you hold you hold your shield out in a certain way so that every time he attacks you um, it hits the front of you and you quickly have to attack him like immediately after he hits your shield. Uh, of course that wasn't anywhere near as easy as it sounds um, and like towards the end of that divine beast fight he starts using electricity up close as opposed to at a distance and uh, the trick that I ended up doing was um, if you do a backflip or a side jump in a, at a particular point in the enemy's attack you can do like this fury rush kind of thing which is where you sort of slow down time a little bit and then you do like four or five really powerful attacks uh, I did one of those with this big spear thing that I had uh, and I managed to uh, beat him and that's kind of where I've got up to uh, and yes, that has been a whole week of progress in Zelda. Um, of course, I don't, I don't be playing the game that much, but the time I've put into it has uh, been a fair bit. So, uh, But no, I beat the bosses, I did what I wanted to do, and now I can uh, get all the weapons and the hearts and stuff that I've, I've gotten, and I can uh, move on to the next bit. So, um, stressful but fun and rewarding that's one of the important things is like once you beat one of these bosses you're like oh wait i actually did it and you get like a heart or a stronger weapon or something um and uh it feels a little bit rewarding so that's kind of cool uh of course next week spider-man comes out i'll be talking about spider-man stuff when we get to it because we have a few things to talk about with that um but yeah, basically just been playing Zelda, um, and next week will be Spider-Man. I still will be playing Zelda when Spider-Man comes out. There's no way I'll finish it in a week, and I don't want to rush the game anyway. Um, plus I'll take it on the go and have Spider-Man at home, or whatever I uh, prefer to do. Um, so I think that's all that we've been doing, all that we've been playing in the last week. Uh, now I'm going to tell you about some housekeeping. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to Patreon and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Okay, so entertainment talk. Uh, this week I did a fun kind of review of a film called The Spy Who Dumped Me. It is a, uh, not a buddy cop, like a buddy spy or a buddy friend kind of team up thing. Which stars Mila Kunis and uh, Kate McKinnon. Uh, who have very good chemistry together on screen. And uh, that's quite a fun sort of uh, female team up uh, film. Whatever you uh, prefer to call it. I did a spoiler and spoiler free review for that. Uh, but no. I went in and I got what I wanted from the film, which was a fun action kind of comedy with two very good actresses. So that was quite good as well. Um, yesterday I posted a review of the series uh, for Nashville, which concluded a couple of weeks ago. I did say it was coming. 
uh, I I got round to, to doing it a uh, bit of a sort of goodbye series review podcast for Nashville so you can check that out as well um, what else did we do this week Better Call Saul episode 4 of season 4 very good stuff um, series continues to be pretty good so you can check that out as well that's, uh, better, that's Becoming Soul that uh, posts on Wednesdays um, on Monday, not on Monday, sorry, yeah, on Monday, uh, the, um, last episode for Classic Review Season 1, which was, uh, Episode 8, which was for Ape Escape 2, which I played on the PlayStation 4, but it was the PlayStation 2 Classic version that was ported over, uh, but I reviewed it on the PlayStation 4, because that's the console I played it on, uh, pretty good episode, I've had a lot of, uh, fun this season with, uh, Classic Reviews, the season will be coming back next year. I don't know when. I know roughly what I want to do, but I'll I'll figure it out next year, a bit uh, further into next year when I decide to do that. But I hope you guys all enjoyed the season. It was quite fun, quite fun to go back and just watch just a mixture of different random stuff. Because uh, you can't really compare The Shining to Toy Story, can you? So <laughs> uh, it was quite fun to do some some random different uh, films and games and stuff. So that was quite fun. Um, on Sunday I did a random just sort of article talking about um, the state of Scream on MTV and the basically massive lack of news and the frustration around like all the other horror franchises like The Purge, Halloween, uh, American Horror Story all like going forward with new stuff and Scream's just in this position. Uh, I spoke about it a little bit last week when we talked about Man of Maiden uh, so if you want to know a bit more about it or if you if you know something, please tell the uh, the Scream fans on on Twitter. They'd love to know if you have any information. But I put everything I knew into that article and kind of discussed it from there. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a strange situation. So um, yeah, that's been this week on Classic Reviews. Uh, I forgot to mention. Um, was it last week or the week before? You did a a random rental review. Uh, we thought about calling it Robert's Random Rental v- Review, <laughs> but you said that was a bit of a, mouth- of a mouthful. Um, so you called it Random Rental Review. Would you like to talk about that? Yeah, I did. A, it was semi-spoiler-ish for yeah. Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a traditional review in that sense. Um, you know, I talked more about my thoughts on you know what led me up to not watching the movie in general and more about the franchise itself than the actual review of the movie. Uh, that's going to change. Uh, it's a Labor Day weekend this weekend here in the States, so we get Monday off. Cool. And Tag finally came to rental on the Xbox uh, store, so I'm going to rent Tag either tomorrow or Monday and then write up a quick review of that. So Cool. Okay. I did watch that film as well. Um, I don't know if you did want to talk about it or if you did want to do that as a, uh, as a review. Um... I don't know, but if you, if you want to do the the random rental review on it, then then that's fine. So, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, go and check out Robert's random uh, or the random rental review rather is what it's called. If you want to know which tab it's under, go under the I put it under the reviews tab basically, which is where it's got films, TV, and uh, video games and stuff like that. Uh, so click on that and uh, read Robert's uh, rental review for um, Pacific Rim, Rim Uprising. So, um, I guess it's because like I didn't make it so i kept forgetting to mention it but then every time i'd finished a podcast i was like oh yeah i forgot to i forgot to mention uh, robert's thing again but uh go and check that out if you're interested um yeah that's everything at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org uh now we're gonna move into some news oh wait uh big updates this week i forgot to quickly mention uh itunes if you'd like to listen to this podcast 
uh, in a separate feed or if you'd like to help this podcast as well. Um, Random Gaming Talk now has its own separate iTunes feed. It doesn't have all 129 episodes because that would take me probably a long time to upload. Uh, but I put the most recent episode on there. I'll, I'll figure out what to do with the back catalogue. But the back catalogue itself is available on the website. And of course all the future episodes will be going in there uh, as of today and, and everything. Um, so yeah, if you'd like to help the podcast out, please rate, review, and subscribe to that on iTunes. Uh, the other one that I managed to do this week was Better Call Saul, which is called Becoming Soul. So if you'd like to help that feed out as well, please rate, review, and subscribe to it as well. Uh, of course, I've got other ones coming. The one I'm trying to figure out at the moment is uh, Classic Reviews, and then I'll do some of the others. But I'll update you guys as I go along. But yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool that we finally got that up on the... Uh, on the iTunes, so um, it can be easier for people to discover and stuff. Um, yes, that's everything for Entertainment Talk, and now we're going to move into some news. Go first. What would you like to talk about? Uh, well, first we have the full details for the new all-access service for the for the Xbox One consoles that we briefly mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, a couple things. First off, this is only going to be in the United States. This is not going to be anything in the rest of the world. So, I'm guessing this is just a trial program. Uh, so, there's going to be two programs that they have. There's going to be one that's $22 a month. And that's going to be for the 1S. And there's going to be a $35 a month. And that's going to be for the 1X. Mm-hmm. Uh, both packages include uh, gold and Game Pass while you're paying that money. And uh, so basically this is a, a rent-to-own uh, for either console, which I'm totally fine with because uh, at the end of the two years, you keep your keep the console. So yes. it's not like a rental rental service, which is one of my big concerns with that. Mm. And the other one is, is that... Uh, um, it's basically zero interest on that, uh, and the third thing is is that it's um, you you get real good value for that because let's say here in the states the Xbox One X is a five hundred dollar console still, yep. but uh, Game Pass is ten bucks a month, so that's two hundred forty dollars right there. Gold, assuming you do like the purchase one year, uh, that's sixty dollars for year, so that's another hundred and twenty dollars, so that's three hundred sixty of the five hundred dollars right there. Um, which is a really good thing. So, yeah, I, I would say does this come with games? But of course, it's got the Game Pass, so you don't really need yeah. any extra games because um, there's already like what a hundred plus on that. I, I I don't know the exact number. Uh, plus, with that as well, when when Crackdown finally comes out, when Forza is it seven this year? Motorsport seven. I think uh, Forza seven's already out, but uh, which one is this um, year? Motorsport. Um, Four? Uh, Horizon Four. Oh, Horizon Four. Okay. Um, yeah, when that comes out later in the year, you'll get those like the day of release plus uh, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay. Uh, I heard Quantum Break got added to the Game Pass today. Yep, Quantum Break got added to the Game Pass. Uh, Master Chief Collection is getting added on September something. I think it's the first or the seventh. Uh, if it's yeah, like, I don't if... know what's going on with that game. They did some kind of like weird patch, but it was like a almost an eighty gig upgrade. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you want those games, uh, of course, that's the up versions of Halo 1 through 4, and then is Halo 5 on the Game Pass? I think it is, yeah. yeah. So I'd have to double-check, but I'm like 85% sure yeah. it is. So basically all the Halos, I think all the Gears, I'm not sure about Gears 4, are on there. So basically all of the like back catalog Xbox exclusives. Um, is Sunset Overdrive on there? I think that's on there as well. I'm not sure. Sunset Overdrive was the Games with Gold at some point, so yeah. plus, I forget. Plus, yeah, Games with Gold, you'll get your discounts, you'll get your online and your uh, games with gold, the free games every month. So that, that's pretty good uh, for price, price-wise. price um, What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's a phenomenal deal. I mean, that was my big concern. I don't know if, if this store franchise is big in the uh, UK, but there's a couple, three rent-to-own places that, here in the States. And once you do the math on what they charge per month, um, and how long the month is, how long uh, the term is, you're basically play, paying twice the cost for whatever item you buy. So they're really yeah. taking advantage of people that might not have the money up front to do, uh, um, you know, something. Yeah, yeah backstory away, something like that. Um, but this one, it's basically uh, rent to own for the console, zero percent interest. Um, so. By my math, you're spending, uh, you know, not a whole lot of money. I mean, 35, you know, times, but, you know, you're getting a good, you know, uh, good amount of money, good amount of value for the money. So, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, it's definitely something like if you're, you know, you wanted an X, but uh, you just don't have the funds at the time, you know, that's always a good thing. Yeah, plus it really does, uh, like, you get the console, you get the two passes which lead to a lot of games and discounts and everything else i just mentioned uh so it's pretty like off the bat it's pretty good as well because you get a lot like straight away so um, yeah the only couple of downsides that i see is this is something that's being done through microsoft so you either have to have or be close to a microsoft store a physical store which there's not that many of in the states it's not like an apple store mm-hmm. where they seem to be all over the damn place and two, you can do it through the Microsoft website. Now, I'm not quite sure how the monthly payments go, whether it's like something you can set up as an auto bill or Probably. anything like that. Yeah, I would imagine some sort of auto bill. Um, yeah, very good. That well, wait, this, When does this launch? Is it out um, now? Yeah, it, it's, it's out now, so it's something that you can do right this second. Okay, are you going to consider it, or do you already have what you want? Uh, I mean, I already have my S. If I was still on the original Xbox One, I would absolutely be on this. Okay. Uh, but the S, um, I already have the S, and I don't really see the need to go to an X just yet. Uh, so not right now. Um, plus, you know, I could save up. You know, it, with the once I get the rest of my finances things taken care of and sorted out, it's not something that I would need to do as like a commitment over that many months. So. I could save up a couple, three months and buy a, um, an, an X if I really needed to. So, Cool. Uh, so what else do you, would, would you like to talk about today? Uh, well, going along with uh, Xbox and Xbox One News is they announced some new uh, bundles uh, with uh, the Xbox One X. So we're getting a Fallout 76 bundle with a, uh, a ghost white Xbox One... X control uh, console, which I don't know if you've seen that or not, but it looks pretty cool. 
Uh, they also announced that the wireless Elite controller is getting the same Ghost White uh, makeover to it, and Xbox's official headset as well is going to be uh, getting that same makeover. So, okay. Again, they continue to do a a good job with like um, new designs and custom designs and, and stuff like that. I've seen some people that. Um, We've gone on design labs and there's like a Goku design you can kind of do or a Goku sort of color you can do. Uh, of course you can pick whatever you want from that. Um, but no, they continue to do a very, very good job of this. I saw I saw a bit of the of a video of the white controller, the Elite one. Um, it's not something I'd really go for yet. Uh, plus I play my third party stuff on my um, PS4 at the moment. Um, but, but it's yeah. always nice to have choices. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, in terms of like controllers and stuff, I'm still pretty happy with with what I got. So uh, I'm not really uh, looking for that kind of thing right now. But it's good for the people that want it. So uh, anything you want you want to say about this? Uh, no. I mean, like I said, it's always good to have choices. Yeah. Um, or if you're really, hopefully that... or if you're really really rich, you can uh, put them on display, quote <laughs> in your uh, your your man cave or your gaming room or whatever you want to call it. So. Uh, that, that's always an option for those people, uh, and you can probably find a lot of them on YouTube. So, um, yeah, there was one guy I found called I think I mentioned this last week. He's called like your average consumer or something, um, and he do, he's done like fifteen unboxing videos of just tech stuff. Uh, clearly, the guy's got a lot of money, but um, that's uh, good for him, I suppose. So, um, right, what else would you like to talk about? Oh. Uh, <laughs> What, uh, uh, if you're a big sports guy, uh, EA, for whatever reason, decided to let uh, the rights to uh, the PGA Tour franchise go. And so an independent publisher picked up those rights, and those are going to be published through uh, the rival for EA, which is 2K Sports. That is weird. And it's going, yep, and it's going to be on all platforms. Mm. Uh, it's the independent. I can't talk today. The independent <laughs> developer is called HB Studios, which is a Canadian uh, developer. They published the Golf Club back in twenty. Uh, the the Golf Club twenty nineteen, uh, which I guess is a thing you can do now. Was uh, publish. Uh, uh, you know, a, tw- a twenty nineteen game in twenty eighteen. Uh, yep, and that's going to be available. FIFA does that every year. So. <laughs> yep. And that became available on August 28th. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of competition. And, you know, it's always weird that EA was able to buy up all those rights and everything. But past that, you know, it's all good to go. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because when FIFA 19 comes out, uh, I think the 27th. I, I've not really tracked it this year. I, I'm not sure of the date. But it should really say, like, for the 19 to 20 season. Because that, that's what it's for. Like, when... Uh, the season when like Ronaldo went to Juventus and uh, the 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 new teams and and like um, what do you call them kits and stuff like that for the 19 to 20 season and what I mean by that is 2019 to 2020 season um, which will end in May. That's that's what FIFA 19 will cover because when the 20 to 21 season starts, FIFA 19 will have all the old kits. So it's it's always kind of. I know it is kind of strange that like FIFA 19 will come out in 2018, but it's for that season. Um, but it, it would be weird if it was called like FIFA 19 slash 20, because that that is what that is. But um, I guess like if you get to um, 
2020 and you go oh my game's like old because it it like has it for that year i don't know um i mean obviously the new one comes out every year and stuff so you'll know when you've got the old one um but no sports games are interesting they're kind of kind of fun sometimes um the only one that i've played in the last however many years has been fifa i've never really played like the nba games or the madden games or uh i mean i've like literally never had involved myself with, with american football so why would i play madden um and you know fifa ties into the whole uh it's the you know it's got the Premier League and all that kind of stuff and I'm a big Man United fan who are in the Premier League. Um, we aren't doing very well this season. <laughs> like we're doing pretty badly actually. Um, but no, it's got all those players and stuff, and uh, I gravitate more towards that. So um, I, I like I like the odd like tennis game or finding out who's winning in the tennis and stuff and who's the uh, like number one tennis player. But, um, I mean, other, I, apart from that, football's hard enough to track as it is, so uh, I just tend to stick to that. How about you? What sort of sports are you, are you into? Uh, well, American football is just getting ready to start up here in the States. All the preseason stuff is done as of Sunday, and so we're getting into the re- regular season, mm. which is going to get interesting. Uh, speaking of sports, NBA 2K19 Prelude is free on Xbox Live. I'm pretty sure it's on playstation as well but since i don't own a playstation i can't actually check and keep probably, but it's kind probably, of the pre- probably I yeah i'd say yeah, like 95 yeah. percent. i don't know if it's live right this second i just know that it's live right now on xbox okay okay um but yeah it's a free game it's a prelude to the nba nba 2019 uh, game itself and so it's part of the uh I guess the show, which is their attempt at uh, storytelling with that. So. Oh, that's their version of, of the journey, I think. Uh, yeah. Because the journey is the story with uh, Alex Hunter on FIFA, uh, which for some mm-hmm. reason is getting a final chapter this year. Um, the guy's only been playing for two seasons, so will he retire? I don't know. Um, but yeah, because yeah, the, um, the developer or the story writer or whatever, he said, like, oh, I wanted to do a trilogy. So unless, like, FIFA 20, they'll just have a new character and do another trilogy or something. I don't know. So, um, yeah, I mean, pick and choose what you want from sports and uh, hopefully you win. So, uh, all, all good. All good uh, um, all right, what else would you like to talk about? Uh, well, obviously, it's the beginning of the new month, so mm-hmm. that means free games. Uh, so I knew you were going to talk about uh, the Xbox game, so I pulled up the games for Twitch. If you're a Twitch Prime member, uh, you get those free games. Uh, nothing really of note or anything that I've heard of. The free games is Adventure Pals, Guild of Dungeoneering, Gunpoint, Pumped BMX Plus, and the original oh, that... Strife Veg- Veterans Edition. Okay, that BMX one was on PS Plus one month. Uh, yeah, Adventure Pals right. is a colorful. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, it was um, yeah, it was on PS Plus one month, and it was like, it wasn't, it was no trials, I'll say that, but it was, it was good at what it tried to do. It didn't like try to compete with trials or anything like that, but um, it was just a fun little kind of bike game you could you could play for a bit, or if you like listen to podcasts or something, uh, which was actually exactly what I did at the time uh it's it's all right for that but other than that i've never gone back to it so life is a shooter from 1996 um nothing on uh guild of dungeoneering but it kind of looks like um you just basically build a dungeon and then adventurers come in and your goal is to kill the adventurers from what i can tell okay 
So a little, a little different twist on it. Mm. I mean, if you've never heard of these games and you're intrigued, because uh, you never know what you might like, it, uh, it might yeah. be to you. So. And plus, free is free, so yep. you just got to make sure that you've got your uh, Twitch account linked to your Amazon account, which you should probably have done anyway, because uh, that way you can do the uh, the Twitch Prime sub, and you can sub somebody and not have to pay the five bucks to sub them. So, mm-hmm. um, anything you want to say about these games, or should we? Uh, talk uh, about the other I've ones? literally, literally <laughs> never heard of them before. So, but hey, like I said, free is free. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, your games with gold for September are, um, where have they gone? Uh, Livelock, um, yeah, these are the Xbox One games, sorry. Um, Livelock, which is live from, uh, September 16th to 15th, um, sorry, September 16th to October 15th, um, which is like one of the sort of half half months that they all quickly do. Uh, Prison Architect is available on Xbox One. It's the Xbox One edition, obviously. Um, I think they're both available on the same date to the same date. Um, I don't know why they're just not first September to thirty first or whatever. Um, it's uh, it's weird. Um, on Xbox three sixty, starting on the first of September, so which would be today, Lego Star Wars three: The Clone Wars, because uh, everybody liked the, that trilogy, <laughs> will be free on Xbox Live Gold through till the fifteenth of September. Uh, then on the sixteenth, um, Sega Vintage Collection Monster World, which I've never heard of. The only two that I know about here is Prison Architect, because David has talked about that before, which is fairly self-explanatory. You build a prison, you try to make sure the inmates don't escape, put a put the prison put the prison break, um, and uh, yeah, I guess you go from there. I don't I don't really know much else about Prison Architect. I've never played it myself. Um, I think that was on the on the um, preview program for a while. I'm not sure if it's gone out yet. I'm assuming it is, unless this is that version of it. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, but last time I looked, it was in the the, the uh, preview program thing that you can uh, you can download. That's where you go and get like trials for games, or you can like buy the beta version of something. Uh, it's what um, We Happy Few was in for a long time, and Ark was in there as well. Ark Survival Evolved, uh, and then basically the games get a release, quote unquote, when they uh, go to 1.0 or, or whatever. Um, so that's basically how that works. Any of these uh, you heard of? Uh, no, nothing I've heard of, but, uh, I might try out Prison Architect, because it at least sounds intriguing, so. Cool. Alright. Maybe even David could, could, uh, could talk about that or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's had it on PC for a long time. Well, I don't know what state it's in on, on PC. Uh, you still can play them, they're just, they're just in sort of a beta type, uh, state. So, make of that what you will. Um, and according to people that played We Happy Few, that game didn't really go to a full release state, uh, or state rather, um, it got kind of shoved out in the state that it was in, um, Lego Star Wars, it's, it's Lego Star Wars, um, have they all been free now? I think at least one of uh, the others have. Most of them have been free, I don't know yeah. that all the Harry Potter ones have been free, I mean, there's so many damn Lego games, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's impossible to keep up, really. Yeah, with the, uh, Harry Potter, I think they were done in threes, or something, I know they were, they were done in a bit more of a bunch. As opposed to these uh, Star Wars games. Yeah, I think it was like book slash movie one, two, three, and then four, five, six, and then seven, eight. Something like that, yeah. So if you want to check those out, they're out there for you as well. Um, I would assume that these games would come to Switch at some point. Because they're, they're Lego games. 
and uh, the other ones that have been released since, which is like Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 and uh, Lego The Incredibles all came out on Switch, so who knows. Um, but that's your Games with Gold for September 2018. Moving on to your PS Plus games, I only wrote down the PS4 ones because those are the only ones that people really look at. God of War 3 Remastered, which is the remastered PS4 race of God of War 3, uh, is coming out and I'm guessing the basic version of Destiny 2? There's no way that they would release that with DLC, I'm assuming. Um, and a lot of people said, like, with the expansion coming out in September, uh, I don't know the name of it because I don't follow Destiny, that's coming out in September, so this is like a way to, I guess, try and incentivize you to, uh, to get in on Destiny 2. If you try it and you like it and you see, hey, there's a new expansion out, I'll, uh, I'll get that, I guess, is, is, is the idea for that. Um, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on these two? Uh, I mean, Pl Destiny 2 was a um, free weekend trial mm. uh, a, a while back, and I did check it out and play it, and it just reminded me of all the things that I wasn't happy about with Destiny 1 <laughs> and why I didn't need to own Destiny 2. Now, don't get me wrong. I've always said, you know, if it's, uh, if it's your jam, go for it. Absolutely. So if it's something that you like, knock yourself out. If it's something uh, that's not your thing, so... You know, no worries. You're not gonna hurt me. Yeah, yeah. Um, God of War Three. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good uh, one to put on there. You're not obviously gonna get the new one on there uh, soon. Uh, may maybe in like three years or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, God of War Three is still a uh, apparently a pretty good video game. So, uh, and this is the remastered version. It's not like the old PS3 ones or or something. Um, so yeah, that's your free basically your free games for September on Twitch. Uh, games with gold and PS Plus. Um, what would you like to talk about next? Uh, well, the last big thing I have to talk about is the uh, Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition. I don't know if you remember that from uh, E3 this year. Basically, it was a, a limited edition run they were going to do. It came with a Canvas West tech, which I'm guessing is part of the new lore for the like early part of the game. Uh, duffel bag, a uh, exclusive steel case. Uh, for the game, some collectible figurines, a glow-in-the-dark world terrain map, some bonus digital items, but the big thing, and the reason why it was a $200 game, was because you got a wearable full-size T-51B power helmet, power armor helmet. Now, that's the one with like the big pipes all around the side, with the big the, you know coal miner lantern mm. uh, spotlight in the dead center of it. Uh, well, the... Uh, announced that and they were going to do uh, a limited edition of it so that's been on twitter now for a while uh because it is uh sold out wow. pretty much everywhere you go it's going to be sold out and on twitter bethesda said that they are not making any more it's uh, uh it's done i'm guessing those full-size helmets are not cheap to make i doubt they were making much profit if any selling them at 200 bucks mm. Uh, they're going to try to fill, according to the tweet from Pete Hines, uh, they're going to fill the orders uh, that are out, and uh, past that, they're not going to make any more ever. Okay, that's kind of, I guess that's kind of fair enough. Um, you could probably buy one on eBay for like five grand or something crazy. Uh, cause yeah, who knows? Do that, so, um, how much do you say they were to, to, to get to, to $200? $200 okay. if you buy... Uh, pre-ordered at retail, which I didn't do because I'm not that one. I'm not that big of a Fallout fan, even though I'm a big Fallout fan. 
two, I'm still not sold on Fallout 76. That's like I said before. That's going to wait till the yeah. beta comes. Get a chance to play it. Mm. And uh, three, I just don't have two hundred dollars. To neither. be honest with you, not not to spend I mean, on uh, this anyway. So yeah. most people don't. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, like, if they can only make so many and it costs them a lot of money, then uh, there's already ones out there for you. And if you wanted one, I suppose, badly enough, you would have pre-ordered it. Uh, but hey, you can probably, like I said, get one on a in a week or wh- whenever the, the, the thing is out um, for, like, two grand or five grand on eBay when someone tries to probably mm-hmm. sell it for more, which isn't really a bad thing. They paid for the... It's not like they stole it and tried to sell it. They bought the thing and then just tried to make a profit, so... Uh, to what lots of people try to do. How, how do you feel about people that like buy collectors things and, and sell them for a lot of money? I'm a free market guy. If somebody's willing to pay that much for it, yeah, that's that's on them. Mm-hmm. And and this this is not a new thing. I don't know. Oh yeah. If you're cognizant, you know, if you were that much into the the video game scene way back when, but when the PS2s first came out, they were under very limited production and they were a hard to get over here in the states and so they were getting scalped on ebay for you know good two thousand dollars wow you know people were literally paying two thousand dollars for you know um you know for a three four hundred dollar uh uh console and the the people that got hit hardest with that was actually uh rental stores because this is long before you know um netflix or anything like that yeah so best buys people would have to put down a deposit for the full amount of the game of the console to rent the console they would just take the console sell it online and just say it i got it got lost or stolen or whatever and just keep the money and that was an actual thing yeah um I don't know if you want this Fallout thing and uh, you want to try and get one, I suppose you would have had to have pre-ordered it or uh, yeah, buy one for a lot of money, like I said. Um, Alright, what else would you like to talk about? Uh, well, we both have uh, articles with the Spider-Man game that's coming out next week. Yep, well I've got plans uh, to talk about with it and stuff, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately there's some more uh, um, video that have come out from the gameplay footage. And unfortunately, people are losing their shit because there was one side-by-side photo that got posted up from the E3 demo to where it was, uh, there's like this giant shiny puddle mm. right before Spider-Man jumped into combat. And then the the video that came out today or a couple days ago, there wasn't the uh, giant shiny puddle. And so people are already losing their shit, saying it's being downgraded, it's going to be another Aliens Colonial Marines, it's going to be another... Uh, uh, watchdog thing and i'm just like dude calm your shit it's not even out yet yeah uh yeah some of the comments i've seen are just are just are just ridiculous um i'm surprised that this has got as much like traction as it has uh like kind of funny as as reported on it ign has reported on it um i can't remember if it was in this week's podcast beyond i don't think it was um I mean, like, come on, this has no effect on the gameplay or the story or the characters or anything, really. Um, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, on some level, yeah, on some level, I can kind of sort of a little bit understand it because people really want to play this game and they really want this game to be good and they really want it to be awesome as they keep seeing it is. And they really want and then anything <laughs> that knocks that down a peg. You know, then they lose their shit on that. But just 
wait till the game is out and you can buy it and play it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the article I have is the uh, developer actually had to retwe- uh, uh, respond on Twitter to the actual what they're calling puddle gate because of the missing puddle. So Insomniac Games said it's just a change in the puddle size. There's no downgrade. Um, yeah. Community manager James Stevenson said the puddles being moved has nothing to do with performance. Pretty, and then somebody replied, "Well, then why remove them?" He replied, "Pretty sure it was the design slash art slash usability thing. Definitely wasn't performance, as we have spots with tons of puddles in the game with no no performance issue." So just calm the f down, yeah, people. Just, just, Seriously, just just try to enjoy things. Um, yeah. I, have you heard of the? Have these people heard of the phrase like "enjoy the little things in life"? We well, can also enjoy enjoy a game with a smaller puddle. Because uh, yeah. what Spider is, I don't know. Like, just just stop it. <laughs> it's just yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, the important things, which is the gameplay, story, characters, graphics, has no real effect on that. So, uh, hopefully, the game comes out next week and gets. Uh, nines and tens, or eight point fives, even. That's still pretty good. So, uh, what, what what do you think it will mostly get score-wise? Because there's a review embargo that's being lifted on Tuesday. I, I I'm heard. sure it'll be somewhere between nine and ten. Mm-hmm. I think a few people will give like an eight point five, maybe, and then like uh, I think mostly you'll see nines, and then you'll see like a few tens somewhere. Um, but anything lower than eight point five from somebody, I would be a little bit surprised, unless it was like one of these puddle people that uh, were upset about their puddles and they uh, gave it a lower score. I don't know, it's just silly. Just go and enjoy the game. Uh, just, mm-hmm. just, just try and enjoy something that looks very, very good and has been worked on for a long time. So, uh, Also, side note, don't don't spoil the game for anyone. I know it's a Spider-Man game, but there's like a lot of villains. Maybe one of them dies or something. I'm not trying to hint towards anything. I don't know anything at all. Um, I haven't even played like packs demos or whatever you, you can do uh, but if, if someone dies in the game or something major happens or is a big reveal uh, which could very much happen uh, just just don't spoil it, just enjoy it for yourself ask people if they've played it first if they have, then talk about it to them uh, yeah did you ever play uh, Batman Arkham Knight? I did, yeah yeah, because I, I kind of wanted to play that for a while and there's and uh, Major Nelson on their podcast had been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it, and they weren't spoiling it. And they said, there's one scene in the middle of the game that you just, that will be your jaw-dropping moment. They kept calling it the moment. And if you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. And even as old as that game is, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not going to spoil it for you. So, yeah. But I think you might know what that moment I think, is. I think I, yeah, remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that was such a jaw drop moment for me that I'm glad that that didn't get spoiled. So yeah, it didn't get spoiled for for me either. So um, yeah, don't don't spoil the game. Go and enjoy it and uh, have fun. So um, yeah, oh yeah, Spider-Man stuff that I wanted to talk about as well because I do have that. Um, I'm going to talk about my plans for the game in a minute because of course I'm going to be making content for this for this website for it. Um, but yeah, there's been on a better note, there's been a, a photo mode. Uh, added to the game, um, which will be included in the day one patch. Please don't complain about that either. Um, it will be included for you for free. Um, a lot of people like these kind of things. I heard that it was very popular with um, God of War. I can't remember if Detroit had one, uh, but I know that there was one in God of War. A lot of people really like them because they like, you know, 
Instagram stuff, uh, which, fair enough, if you want to make a photo and put some cool stuff on it and post it, then uh, go ahead and have fun. Um, and yeah, with this you can, like, uh, you can if you like kick a dude in the face and make him go backwards or something, you can pause the game, bring up the photo mode thing, you can make like little comic book uh, sort of covers, and you can put like comic booky sort of wham bam and pow and all that kind of stuff uh and the little logos and, and that sort of thing it looks looks quite fun i don't know how much i will do of it because i'm not really uh I, don't, I just don't really have i haven't really done that kind of stuff in games um i'd like to try it maybe once at least see what i kind of come up with and i'll maybe post some stuff to, to twitter or something um but yeah because I, I didn't know about the comic cover thing you, you could do um, but I think this is this is very very good, and I know a lot of people really like this kind of stuff. So, uh, especially in a game that's really beautiful and you can swing around the city and uh, make that kind of stuff, I think that this is uh, this is very good. What do you think? Yeah, I mean it's always fun to uh, do things that you know the fans will like, and especially yeah. with a, a superhero game, mm. you know that's going to be something that fans are going to say, "Oh wow, that was awesome!" Baba de blah. Like if you manage to. I don't know, punch somebody in a really cool way or 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 swing somewhere really fun and you just have a, a moment that you want to take a photo of, uh, it's it's pretty good. Plus the PlayStation's got the the share option so I'm guessing when you take a when you take the photo from your photo mode you can probably share it on Twitter and Facebook that way. Uh, and on your PlayStation feed or whatever. Uh so it's that's pretty good. Um much more uh, interesting than uh complaints about puddles, so Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty good as well. Uh, yeah, my Spider-Man plan. So the game comes out next week, Friday, the seventh of September. Obviously, um, if I get the game around like one o'clock-ish, I'm gonna basically, the, obviously, I'm gonna install it straight away. Uh, hopefully, that, that doesn't take too long. Uh, I'll do a first impressions video. Um, I'm aiming to have that up by around two o'clock, although I haven't really got like a deadline per se on that. Um, but that, that's around the time I'm planning. I, I might receive it in the morning, I'm not sure, it just depends on like postage and, and stuff. Um, but basically I'm going to get the game, do a first impressions video, obviously come off the game, post the uh, first impressions itself, uh, go back to it and then just stream it for basically, uh, I'll be doing a lot of no commentary streams as well, um, so I'll basically just be sort of airing the game to you, uh, so you can come and, and watch it and stuff. Um, if I get particularly late in the game, do do be aware of spoilers. I don't want you to come over to the Twitch thing and uh, like you see a big reveal or something, and you just you just happen to to bump into that. So do be careful. Um, if I intend to do a bit more side quest stuff, like if that's the intention behind one of my streams, I'll put it in the in the title so that you know that. Um, what I could also do is if I'm doing some of the the no commentary let's plays or with commentary. Uh, when I post it on YouTube and on the website, I will put if they've got spoilers in them. Uh, it's just on li live on Twitch, just be wary of uh, spoilers. And that will apply to everyone that's streaming the game as well, uh, not just me. Um, but no, that's going to be pretty fun. I'm going to be um, obviously playing it for a couple of weeks or however long it takes. I have no plans to like, oh, quickly rush through it and like listen to, to, to podcasts and stuff. Uh, I'm going to take the game at my own pace. I'm still going to play a fair bit of it, but I'm not intending to rush through it at all because I've been waiting a long time and uh, I want to enjoy it. So hopefully I do. I think I probably will. Um, so yeah, look out for that stuff on the website. Uh, basically, I aim to have at least like one 
Let's Play in the First Impressions video, hopefully on the Friday, if not maybe on uh, one of them on the Saturday as well. So uh, look out on the website entertainmenttalk.org for, for that stuff. Um, what else would you like to talk about? That's really all I had. I know you've got a couple of things. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got two more things and then we have some emails so we can uh, just do those. Um, I didn't put any sort of quotes in here from, from Ubisoft himself. I felt that this was fairly like self-explanatory. Uh, there'll be no Assassin's Creed in 2019. I did mean to talk about this last week and it was in my notes, but for some reason I just didn't read it. Uh, yeah, of course, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey is coming out on, I believe it's the 5th of October. So roughly a month after Spider-Man has come out. Of course, it's a uh, third-party game, so it'll be on Xbox and PC as well. Um, but yes, no Assassin's Creed in 2019, but what they plan to do is release Odyssey this year, of course. Uh, and then have uh, some some DLC uh, next year, um, like in between this one and whenever they decide to do another one. So there's not going to be any like Assassin's Creed Chronicles or, or anything like that. Because um, I remember when it took a break in 2017, no 2016 I want to say, the year before um, Origins came out. And they did do, uh, of course they did the film, which I didn't think was very good. <laughs> they also did... Um, the Chronicles games, I think it was India, China, Russia, I want to say? Russia yeah. was the third one. I forget what the fourth one was. Uh, no, it was, it was just three. It was just the uh, the trilogy. Um, and yeah, they, they basically, they weren't like episodic, like a Life is Strange or a Walking Dead. They were basically just spread out sort of individual releases uh, that were spread out for over a couple of months. Um, what, uh, what are your thoughts on those Assassin's Creed next year? But having uh. Odyssey be supported with DLC? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that the series has become way too serialized. They really need to, you know, take a little bit of time and uh, uh, just not have as much of a deal going on mm -hmm. with it, so. Yeah, because um, they said that they had, I think they said they had two separate teams that were working, one was working on Origins, one was working on Odyssey, uh, and I guess they're going to, like, take the break and then work maybe together on, on the next one. They, they haven't said exactly what their plans for the next Assassin's Creed. Of course, there will probably be one. Uh, I hope at least because I quite like the last few, although the uh, the last one that, that came, came out last year. <coughs> um, mm -hmm. So you said that before that your interest in Assassin's Creed isn't quite that high? I, I, I mean, it was never... It was never my, you know, my big thing to begin with. I mean, if people liked it. I played two, I played three, played a little bit of Black Flag. I couldn't get into the side-scrolling uh, versions of the game, but uh, yeah, I thought that that was a nice kind of change of pace to have the two point five mm -hmm. D things. Um, it was still fundamentally Assassin's Creed, but just in a different genre. Um, so what what could I guess the next Assassin's Creed do to kind of maybe pull you in. Is there anything you'd like particularly? If they, and it sounds kind of weird because of the genre of the game, mm -hmm. if they would do an Assassin's Creed where it was set outside the Animus to where you actually got to explore the rest of the world like completely as like a complete full story, Yeah, that I would be pretty interested in. Mm -hmm. Which... It's annoying because that's kind of what they were heading towards with the earlier games before, and no spoilers, before they essentially ditched the main story and just decided to do like... Because they're basically doing anthology stuff now because I, yeah. I don't think Bayek and this new man or woman who you get to play as are related to Bayek at all. And uh, Unity wasn't really related to anything I don't remember. Uh, Syndicate was its own thing which was the London game. 
Um, but I agree with you. I'd like to sort of come out of the Animus and um, I really would like them to do a modern day one, which is essentially what that would kind of be. Because when whoever you're playing as is going into the Animus, you're going back in time and experiencing your ancestors and stuff. Um, I'm not even sure how much that still applies to these. Whether it's just... I mean, you know it's in the Animus. You just We haven't really known what's happened outside the Animus for a long time. Um, so I agree with you that I'd like to explore that world a lot more. And when they did in the previous games, it was very interesting. And I was really into that story. And then they essentially just threw it out the window. <laughs> Um, which was quite annoying actually to be honest because um, they built out something very interesting and I, I don't know what happened maybe with I don't know um, but they essentially just threw the old story out the window and just said like we're going to do just singular sort of stories which I still enjoy some of the most recent ones um, with like maybe Syndicate and uh, of course Origins I really liked um, and I'm assuming that I'll like Odyssey still just as much it's got the the same like game essentially as as origins but it's got like new, the new character and whatever um but no I, I agree with what you said i'd like to see some more of uh what you said um so yeah no assassin's creed next year but there will be some dlc so there essentially will be assassin's creed but just not a new mainline release there'll be uh whatever dlc chapters they come out with uh oh speaking of dlc i completely forgot with um Spider-Man, they're coming out with some uh, some DLC as well. I think it's called um, it, it's to do with the, the New York slogan, like the city that never sleeps or something. Um, mm -hmm. I I forgot to write down the exact details in front of me, but it's going to be three different chapters released across uh, the remaining months in in the year. I think the last one's coming out in December. Um, I read that one of them is going to have Catwoman in it. Of course, we don't know the context of that if she comes in in the main game or what role she plays exactly. I. Catwoman or Black Cat? I think it's Black Cat is what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Catwoman's a DC property. Yeah, I, I got mixed up with him before. Um, they kind of did, <laughs> they're very similar characters. Um, and I've gotten confused before in the past when that's happened. Um, but how, how do you feel about DLC being announced before the game has come out? Because that is what has happened. So. Well, it's not that unexpected. I mean. Yeah. You know when you're buying like your Battlefields and your Call of Duties, they're going to have MatPat DLCs. They might not announce it, but you know it's going to be there. It's it's something that uh, is is always going to be there, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, and so them announcing it, I wager even money that wh whoever it might be like outsourced, because that's kind of what happened with the Arkham Knight, and that the DLC got finished before the game got released because. The DLC was outsourced to a competent company, okay. and the people making Arkham Knight clearly were too busy huffing paint or something to <laughs> to actually make the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure who's is developing this DLC, whether it is Insomniac or not. Um, but uh, hey, if it's if this game is as good as we all hope it is, and the DLC is just as good, then uh, show up and take my money, like we said last week. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, with Man of Maiden when uh, when we talked about that. Uh, and then the last thing I have to talk about before we get into the emails this week is... Uh, it did happen a couple of weeks ago, but it's very relevant to my tastes. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy, which I've talked about multiple times, uh, was top of the UK physical sales for the 8th week. I remember when we talked about this last time, and I think it was the 6th or the 7th week, and we talked about sales in that podcast. Um, essentially, the same thing happened again, and Crash was top of the UK physical sales for the 8th week. Uh, not sure if that's come over to this week or the week after, but I think this was two weeks ago. 
Um, but uh, it's yeah, it's very very good. The game continues to do very well. I think this was more of the uh, Switch port sales. But if uh, people want to play Crash on the go and uh, make that game more of a success, then I'm very happy about that. Of course, um, I hope that Vicarious Visions is uh, making more Crash stuff because they did a very very good job with um, Future Tense, which is a uh, original Crash. Uh, level from them and not from Naughty Dog. Um, yeah, I think I've spoken about Crash enough before to tell you that I like it a lot and uh, hope the game's got a good future. Which, if Vicarious Visions work on it so far as any indication, then uh, I should be very good. So, um, anything you want to say about with that? Uh, no, I mean, I know that's your jam, so I'll just uh, go ahead and just say, hey, you know, more power to you. So. Uh, let's get into the emails this week. EntertainmentTalkerHotMod.com is where you can send those in. Uh, or EntertainmentTalkUK at gmail.com. There's also Twitter at eTalkUK. Uh, the Facebook group and the Facebook page. There's also the uh, email form on the website which you can fill out. Just put in your email and your comment there. That will get sent to me as well. Uh, Joshua says, what is the best and worst game you've ever played? Quite a big question. Um, I have an answer off the top of my head. But do you have an answer off the top of your head? Uh, best and worst game. That's kind of a tough one because mm. best game. I don't know if there is a best game. I've just I played a lot of games that I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if there's anything that I would qualify as a best game. Worst game also is kind of a mixed bag because there's so many uh, games that were just like completely broken <laughs> that didn't work on any level that were yeah. just unbelievably boring. Um. Past that, I mean, that's something that could, I could talk an hour on about good games and bad games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, both of us has probably played something that we've just, like, thought was so bad that we just completely forgot about. So, uh, but best, I think Witcher 3 and The Last of Us I'd have to put up there. Uh, a lot of people have said, like, Resident Evil 4 and Bloodborne and uh, various other different video games. Um, the worst, the two that come to mind and ones that I've actually reviewed uh Charles of the Blood Dragon and Virginia um I thought about Virginia the other day as well Colin brought it up on uh, Sacred Symbols which is his PlayStation podcast which uh is very very good actually I've started to really get into that um he he was I can't remember what he said exactly but he was talking about Virginia the other day and I I I thought about it again and nobody's really kind of debated me on this and I've not seen conversation around it but towards the end of that game it made no narrative sense whatsoever it cuts so rapid and I remember talking about this in my review and if you want to read something that I wrote a long time ago you can you can still do that um, but that game cut back and forth between so many different scenes that those scenes themselves made no sense and yeah it, it made like a small bit of sense at the start and there's like a game doesn't need dialogue to make sense and it doesn't really have any it has like newspaper stuff and things that happen that you you know what's going on in certain bits just because of what's displayed to you but man the last like hour of that game just made absolutely no sense to me whatsoever and i just really disliked it as an actual video game i suppose it wasn't that bad but when you're tr- clearly trying to tell me a mysterious story and hey i like my mysterious stories i've I've talked about that before like with uh inside which was my game of the year of 2016 i want to say um, you can do mysterious stuff and not tell me everything, but when you just do what Virginia did and make no sense whatsoever, uh, then, uh, I kind of check out, so, 
Uh, and Trials of the Blood Dragon I've talked about before is just being a really bad game of a series of games that I really liked before. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. Yeah, and we're getting uh, we're getting new trials next year, yeah. and they've already started to show some video from that. And there's going to be a co-op mode cool. to where there's actually a tandem bike, and so you can partner up with somebody and try to complete tracks as a tandem, which is either going to be really awesome or really horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to uh, Trials Rising. I uh, watched some gameplay the other week, also, uh, and it looks very, very good. Um, Hannah says, "Who is currently your favorite and least favorite company in the video game industry?" Despite my reservations on uh, uh, Fallout seventy six, Bethesda would have to be my favorite company, just because. Okay. I mean, they get some things wrong every now and then, but for the most part, they tend to get things right, and they definitely have the fans in mind. I mean, the fact that you get so many high, high high-level Bethesda employees that will respond to people on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, the fact that they have that level of fan interaction, Mm. despite what I'm sure is really, really busy schedules for some of those people. Yeah. that's you know that's something that I have the immensest amount of respect for. Nice. As for worst, it would have to be EA. Not to dogpile on, but just sure. the whole <laughs> the loot boxes thing and the reaction to that. Kind of a tie with the guy that uh, was arguing and yelling at the fans over that whole Battlefield Five thing. And the fact that I didn't even know it when we did talked about it last week, but apparently he said if you don't like that, then don't buy the game. And apparently pre-order sales are really, really down. Now, granted, the pre-order, um, so that might not mean a whole lot, but that game is coming out in a very mixed schedule. I mean, mm. that's coming out with uh, I think got Red Dead till, 2. till November. I remember seeing Yeah, but, I mean, it's yeah. going to be competing with oh, yeah, Red sure, Dead, going to sure. be competing with all those games. But that's more the individual than the company because, like I said last week, regardless of what you think about that whole situation, don't attack the fans. Just don't tell them they're stupid, that they're uneducated, because that's going to piss off everybody that doesn't care. Mm. It's like, I don't play those shooter games anyway. I don't, you know, I wasn't a customer of theirs to begin with. Yeah. But saying that about people, I mean, if it was something like factually long, like if he, if somebody said two plus two equals five, and you called them an idiot on that, that's one thing. I mean, I still wouldn't call anybody an idiot, but something factually wrong like that, yeah, I can at least see the argument for the debate on that and trying to correct people. But for somebody in that situation where it is so situational, just let them be angry and don't get sucked into that black hole of stupid. Yep. There you go. Uh, what about the best company? Who do you, who do you really? Like? Oh yeah, you said Bethesda. Sorry. Yeah, Bethesda. Uh, uh, favorite for me? I've got a few actually. Ubisoft. I've spoken about a long time uh, for a long time. Uh, I even did like an individual discussion podcast on why I feel the way I do about the company, which is a very good uh, feeling towards them. Uh, and I don't like every single game they make, uh, but I like most of them and the ones that they've put out. I've been very impressed with and. A lot of people, I can understand it if you're tired of the Ubisoft format, because sure, everyone has their tastes and stuff like that, but, like, coincidentally, as a personal, as it personally tells to me, I like that format of, of those games that they do. Um, and sure, they can be a little bit, like, long or whatever, but I, I've still been very impressed with them. Uh, Vicarious Visions, just for, like, taking care of Crash Bandicoot, 
Um, I am, uh, just to be clear, I'm a bit nervous with Activision being behind that franchise, but with Vicarious Visions making the game, I'm comfortable with that. I just, uh, I'm a little bit nervous if <laughs> Activision do something bad with whatever happens next with Crash, so um, mm-hmm. I have like slight concerns about that, of course being such a big fan, but as a developer I'm very happy with uh, Vicarious Visions. Uh, Naughty Dog I really like, they've really done some good stuff. Um, uh, Ninja Theory of course have been really good in, in this industry the last year or so, probably before that, but like they've come more into light with Ninja with uh, Hellblade and stuff. Uh, I know Hannah said just one, but I have, I have a few to name, so... <laughs> um, yeah, Ninja Theory, Ubisoft, Naughty Dog, Vicarious Visions, uh, those ones that kind of stand out to me. So uh, There's others as well, but I would be here for a long time listing them. Uh, the worst, um, yeah, I really don't like EA at the moment. Um, with, with Konami, it's not that I like, hate them as much, it's just they've just, I don't even know what they are anymore. Like, what? what is Konami, if you look at them? Like, they haven't done anything meaningful for ages. They did... I mean, you can't really count PT, because they got rid of it and cancelled it and pulled it. So, you can't, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't really give them credit for PT, because although, yes, they did make a very good demo, which got a lot of people really hyped up, um, they just completely destroyed it. Um, and they cut tyres with their best game developer, and... I don't even know. I don't know what that company even is anymore. So um, those are the two that kind of stick out to me: uh, Konami and EA. Which, hey, EA, a lot of people don't like you right now because um, David shares the same opinion and, and stuff like that. So um, yeah, kind of an interesting negative and positive uh, discussion for us to to have there. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm glad you like Bethesda a lot. I like a lot of their stuff as well. I'm not quite as a fan of them but um i still really like them they're still pleasing their fans it seems so uh, i'm very happy for that so um and rage 2 looks surprisingly good so um yeah yeah who's uh publishing the cyberpunk 2070 to the cd project red yeah, cd i'd yeah. put them up there as well just because it's a company that clearly cares about publishing a great product i mean mm. despite the fact that i could never click with the witcher series there's no denying that Witcher Three and uh, the the basically a whole other game expansion yeah. was you know like, just like Gwent? the yeah. yeah no not Gwent the uh, the blood and whatever it was called oh yeah blood and wine blood and, and hearts and stone yeah yeah clearly high uh, high quality production there so oh yeah I would put them at top just for that uh, mm-hmm. speaking of which we never did talk about that how much of that uh, cyberpunk demo did you see oh crap we didn't did we um. Uh, yeah, I watched, uh, I watched about half an hour, and then I tried to skip back to where I was to watch the rest of the video, because I watched it on their actual live stream, so it wasn't saved in, mm-hmm. my, like, history. Um, I was quite impressed with it. Um, I did notice that when my stream started, I had, like, you know when you watch something live or something on YouTube, and if it doesn't load properly, it doesn't look as good as it could. Um, I had mm-hmm. that issue when I, like, first, first watched the live stream, so I guess I didn't get, like, the full quality that is actually out there, just because of the stream that I watched. Uh, so that's not, like, to take anything away from the game. I'm not saying that they've done anything. Um, it's just the, the the stream that I happened to watch was <laughs> not, um, not fully there, but other than Yeah, that, and if you look at the in the stream itself, they were very, very adamant several times that this was not a finished product. 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't really, they said I didn't that at least that five either. times. I just mean the, the stream that I watched. Uh, yeah. It was probably like my internet or something. Um, but no, other than that, I was pretty impressed with what I did see. Um, of course, when they come out with like later stuff, because the game will look different when it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. Whether or not that makes you happy or not is going to be up for debate. But... Um, uh, obviously, like you said, they're repeatedly like, this isn't the final product, this isn't what this is definitely going to look like, uh, hopefully it'll look even better. Um, but Yeah, uh, I mean, they were clearly building hype, which they sucked me and I pre-ordered it. Like, after really? I watched wow. that 48-minute video on YouTube on uh, their channel, I was just like, yeah, this is something I want to play. Pre-order, click, done. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. Um... You don't quite know when you'll get it yet, but it's good that you, you have the intro. I mean, I want it as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. like you're saying you know, it comes out next week or next month. It's just <laughs> whenever I get it, I'll be fine with it. But as long as it's not like a two-year thing. But I got to imagine it'll be out within the next six to eight months. Because hopefully, yeah. I mean, they're smart enough to know that they wouldn't do this kind of hype if they weren't at least kind of close. Mm. So... I think the earliest you'll see it is, um, boy, I'm trying to think of the of the calendar. Early, it, not late next year, but early 2020. So like just over a year and a half ish, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's that's just my guess. So who knows? Yeah, I mean they've got a the the website that I pre-ordered it on. It's just got a placeholder date. It just says December 31st, 2019. So that's clearly <laughs> just a yeah. placeholder date. Yeah. Uh, it, it does make me laugh when people post um, pictures of like, oh, this game's coming out like New Year's Eve. And like, no, it it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, they don't even have any box art for it yet. Mm. So yeah, until there's box art, you can't really say, oh, it's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so you think within maximum a year? And I say maybe. Yeah, I would say six months to a year. Okay. I say a... just because there's there's no reason to do that stream unless they were close enough that they think they could push it out in that time frame. Mm-hmm. I say just over a year and a half, but hey, we're just sitting there guessing about dates. So, yep. Um, yeah, that's it for this episode of Random Gaming Talk. Thank you very much uh, for listening. Like I said, if you are listening on the individual feed or you don't maybe know about it yet, uh, please go and look for it. Please rate, review, and subscribe to it. That would really help us out. Um, but uh, as well as far as the other content goes that we've made, entertainmenttalk.org is uh, kind of your hub for everything. It's where you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and everything else that we have. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to support what we're doing here, there's patreon.com forward slash entertainmenttalk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Uh, Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to do shopping on Amazon, um, you you can use our affiliate link which is where we get a small cut of the amount that you spend but it doesn't cost you anything extra so that's a great way to support us as well iTunes uh, so the, the, the three feeds that we have at the moment the main entertainment talk one the better call soul one and the gaming talk one uh, please rate and review and subscribe to those Those would uh, help, that would help us out as well uh, word of mouth to your friends family, neighbours, co-workers just about the main website or the iTunes feeds however they would prefer to listen and uh, follow what we do here um, please t- tell those people about what we're doing and they can come and discover the content for themselves. Uh, yeah, speaking of video games as well and streaming and stuff, because uh, you've been streaming the, uh, did you say it was called Graveyard Keeper? Graveyard Keeper, yeah. That's it. Uh, and I'll be streaming Spider-Man uh, in a week or so when the game comes out. Uh, but Robert's got one on Mixer and I've got one on Twitch, so you can go and subscribe and follow to 
but all that good stuff uh that's that's the bottom line um please uh yeah help us out subscribe rate review all that good stuff you guys know what to do this is the internet that's how it works uh so thank you all very much for listening and we shall see you next time goodbye goodbye <laughs>